Hi, this is Dean Haglund. I'm Langley from One of the Lone Gunmen, and you're listening to Intro to X. Welcome to Intro to X. This podcast is out there. I'm FBI Director Robin, and I'm joined by my special agents. Tammy. Claire. Brad. And we have a special guest with us here today. Uh, welcome from Intro to Briscoe, Will. Hello, Yay! people of Earth. Woo! <laughs> you know, welcome, Will. Uh, thanks. You know, X-Files gotten so much better this season. It's like they figured out what they were doing yeah, well I'm glad somebody <laughs> thinks that <laughs> I think it's getting even better and better yeah definitely yeah strong season so far mm-hmm. well, well the whole the show's got a whole lot better now after this episode yay <laughs> <laughs> opinion spoilers there are some bumps in the road there's definitely uh, there's a there's a a big bumpy field that we had to go through oh no <laughs> okay <laughs> but um, yeah, the X-File we're opening today is Season 4, Episode 8, Tunguska, or Tunguska. Um, Will, why did you pick this episode to be on? See, what had happened was I didn't get my first choice, thanks Tammy. So, <laughs> I got my second choice, but it ended up being on a day that I was going to be busy, so I ended up just picking one that was open. <laughs> so you didn't care? This this amazing yeah, after that episode. point, I think yeah, it ended up being a good one. Yeah. Well, it's not often that Tammy gets called out, but uh, sometimes you know she's got to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's awful quiet over there. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, let's do the sixty-second plot summary. I will spin my AD Walter uh, shirtless Sergey. Spinner. Big money. Oh, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Robin, collect your thoughts. Think about what happened. You will have one minute to get as much information without going over. Please do not go over. (laughs) And don't go ridiculously under, because then you're just a chump. All right. You will be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, so um, we start off, uh, uh, Scully's being called before the Senate, and they're wondering where Mulder is, and she won't tell. So we uh, go back, and uh, we start off with uh, Mulder and Scully trying to uh, stop some sort of explosive shipment. And who do they turn up but our old pal Krychek. Um, yeah! Uh, Mulder tries to uh, hide Krychek uh, with uh, Skinner in a safe house, but oh, Krychek, he can't help but kill people even when he's handcuffed to a railing. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, Scully's trying to investigate this uh, rock that's got uh, black oil in it. And uh, uh, she's uh, brought along uh, hapless Agent Pendrel to possibly get uh, experimented on as well. Uh, Mulder and Krychek take a sightseeing trip to Russia where they encounter a gravel pit, uh, horses, and whips. Uh, later on, um, there's sexual tension in the prison, and uh, Mulder gets uh, oil thrown in his face. To be continued. 
One episode, seven seconds. <laughs> one episode, seven seconds? Uh, one minute. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing the tech. I'm not wanting to stop. Uh, awesome. Good. Well. Can you just say that right now? I was so happy. Claire, what was your prediction for this episode based on the TVD menu screen? Oh. <laughs> okay, so... The DVD menu screen was basically what was also on the DVD disc. And I remember when I got the DVD, I was like, well, that's weird. Like, okay, fair enough. And it's basically Mulder under chicken wire. (laughs) 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 So I predicted that Mulder and Scully were going to go up against a mad sculptor who who put people in, like, sculptures when they were alive. And it's going to be a bit like Twin Peaks where... Um, uh, Ted Raimi got put in a giant uh, paper mache chest piece, and that's what they were doing with Mulder. Um, they were going to uh, do a, some wacky chicken wire shape around him. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I told you not to look at the special feature screen because it definitely just showed Crycheck right there. It's like, come on. No, the special feature. Oh, does yeah. it? Oh, There's a picture look. of Mulder and oh, Crycheck. I, I don't look at it anyway. Aww. Um and uh, Brad, what was going on Baywatch Nights this week? Guys, this might have been a good episode of X Files, but <laughs> an hour before you're still reeling, uh, it's Baywatch Nights season two episode Night Whispers. Ooh, Mitch and Ryan witness a murder, and Ryan becomes more and more convinced that it was committed by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good one. It's a really good one. The Queen of the Vampires falls in love with Dr. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, oh, that is a great one. That is, yeah, that it is. is a spectacular yeah. night in television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine watching these back to back? Oh, back in the day. This is also the episode uh, where the old police station is being filled with <laughs> concrete for no apparent <laughs> reason. <laughs> Seriously, people <laughs> seek that one out on YouTube. Really good, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so episode debriefing. This first aired November 24th, 1996, written by Chris Carter and Frank Spotnitz, directed by Kim Manners. Um, all right, so we're at the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and Terrorism. And uh, just so you know, uh, uh, our X Files title writers spelled subcommittee wrong. There are uh, two T's <laughs> in committee. Um, just wanted to point that out. Wait, 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 wait. This is in front of a Senate committee? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Because yeah. they say Congress all they throughout the episode. They do say con- Congress during the actual episode. Yeah. Yeah, it does say Senate. What the? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Senate committee run by Congress. <laughs> I thought at this point, because in on the menu screen, it looked like Mulder had been kidnapped. So I thought, okay, Mulder's missing. And they were saying about Mulder missing. So when I saw the menu screen, I thought it was going to be like a Monster of the Week episode. But when Scully's being interviewed by these guys, I was like, oh, okay, so this has to be like a mythology episode. So I was a bit like, what's going on? Well, I was just confused because I was like... Why does Congress care about where Mulder is, and why is Scully on trial to find out where Mulder? I was so confused. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know what's going on already. Yeah. It's like, ah, someone will explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're they they need to know where Mulder is because Mulder is where he shouldn't be. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. and uh, their strings are being pulled by other people who can, who are bound by no laws. That's right. <laughs> the powerful men in government <laughs> who do not respect the law and are making it hard to do her job. We have a quick shot of Smokey in the back going, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> so I like this. Like, oh. I love that they're immediately like, all right, Skelly, listen, you don't get to read a statement here. <laughs> yeah, it's a clear, I'm uh, If I could continue, um, I first, yeah, 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 all right. All right. Yeah. yeah, they shut her down. Yeah, really. pretty great. <laughs> and she just kept going, though. I was like, okay, I guess she doesn't need to listen to them. I don't know what's going on. Well, they say that if, they don't, if she doesn't say where Mulder is, she's going to be held in contempt of Congress. Yeah. Well, at this point as well, we don't know about the dead guy on outside Skinner's apartment building. We don't know about a lot of things that happened ten days earlier um, at Honolulu Airport, segue, um, where the U.S. Customs Office, the couriers pulled aside. Even though he has full diplomatic immunity, they demand he opens the case he's carrying. And when he refused, This guy... <laughs> not the, not the, the guy who's inspecting his stuff... He is the worst. He is the absolute worst. First of all, if someone's... I mean, I don't know how it works, but if someone says, I have this diplomatic thing, then maybe you shouldn't immediately be like, open it up. You you should actually maybe listen to what they're going to say. I don't know. I would imagine you would inspect their paperwork, but they don't even do that. And then you get the glass vial out. The guy says it's biohazardous material, whatever. Mm. And he still gets out, and then he drops it. I was like, "Yeah, that's the clumsiest of, of people." First of all, if you know what you're carrying, and this guy knows what he's carrying, you don't let it out of your sight mm. because they can't force you to like. You can just say, "All right, well, I guess I will not be going by air travel. Yeah. I'll just walk out of here." They can't yeah. force you to let them see your stuff. Yeah. Maybe this guy didn't know that. <laughs> I, and this is like, and guys, remember, this is a pre nine eleven world. Which I thought was crazy yeah, exactly. When I was watching it. You can yeah. just like walk. I, I imagine you can probably just walk around with biohazards, <laughs> just like carrying them, juggle them, like with like, a gun. I, you know, you can do whatever you want. It's a different time. Yeah, I mean, I remember going tw- to the I've airport, seen, um, walking right up to where the plane takes off or uh, whatever with family as they were, you know, seeing them off in the airport. I've seen 12 monkeys and I know that in that old David whatever his name is David Morse gets on the airplane with like 10 vials of Captain Trips and nobody bats an eyelid so yeah (laughs) Uh, I love it because they he refuses and they give him a a strip search and a full body cavity search yeah (laughs) yeah then you say no you just say no yeah I'll just you know what I'll just swim (laughs) Not gonna happen. It was killing me because the the term "full body cavity search" it, like sparked like uh, a memory for me. <laughs> that, oh, that's a weird oh, sentence. No. That's a weird sentence to get into. But um, want to hear about this? A Robin. memory of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a movie yeah, I haven't yeah, watched sure. in a long, long time. Which is, and I, I looked it up uh, because it's hard to type in uh, comedy movie "full body cavity search" <laughs> to see what's coming up. But it, fortunately, it was in one of the quotes for. Beavis and Butthead do America, <laughs> which uh, uh, Agent Fleming, uh, with the, uh, voiced by uh, the amazing Robert Stack, uh, throughout the movie is constantly like they're looking. He's looking for Beavis and Butthead, and throughout the movie, he's constantly stopping everybody and giving them, having them given uh, full body cavity surges. 
Um, you know, when you started uh, uh, the sentence uh, with the sentence, uh, I, this uh, thing about body cavity surgery just brought a dark memory to me. I, I was afraid of what was coming next. I didn't think it would be something so awful as to admit seeing the Beavis and Butthead movie. Hey, we've, That's a more terrifying than anything I could have imagined. We've all watched Beavis and Butthead, I, I would assume. No? no? Absolutely not. I've seen it. I've seen it, Robin. I, the... the uh, like, I remember nothing about it apart from Cornholio. Uh, <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> All right, where's the unit? Uh, my unit? <laughs> In my pants? <laughs> Not on him, Chief. Agent Hurley, I want you to give this scumbag a cavity search. I'm talking Roto-Rooter. Don't stop till you reach the back of his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, memories, guys. <laughs> Oh, Beavis and Butthead. I can't watch that show anymore, but back back in the is day. Is it still on? They, they tried to revamp it and do another. Wow. Mike Judge is really funny. It's just, you know, that got kind of old. I thought he just was doing King of the Hill now. Nope. Still in Silicon Valley now. Yes, that's right. Anyway, this customs, or this courier is looking a little disheveled when he comes back. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um. So, yeah. The did they like rough his hair once they finished? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. It's completely <laughs> violated the poor bastard. Um, <laughs> so uh, this, yeah, the, the agent blunders drops one of the containers, and ah, it's the black oil. Okay, so this is where I got excited because I was like, oh, Crycheck, <laughs> are we gonna find out what happened <laughs> after we spoke last week? So I was a bit excited. I didn't see the opening credits because I put a ruler over the opening credits, <laughs> which I do when I remember to. So I had no idea if anyone was going to show up in this. So yeah, I was I was kind of getting excited at this point. Mm-hmm. And we go to Flushing Queens, um, and Mulder and Scully are there to stop what looks like a shipment of large explosives. Uh, Mulder isn't sure who's leaked this info to him. Then the truck pulls up and the agents suit up. And then I'm, I'm amazed that he even cared. Yeah, exactly. Like, unless it said, uh, there's some ghost explosives coming up. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing if there were ghost explosions. Um, and uh, yeah, the, a gunfight breaks out and the truck zooms away. Um, the driver gets shot dead while driving and uh, the passenger. <laughs> yes, and Scully proclaims him dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's not until later that she loses her powers. We'll get to that <laughs> yeah. later. Exactly. The passenger steps out. We don't see him, and Mulder attacks him, and it's Crycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I high five ta- um, Tammy across the ocean. Yes. <laughs> I, I heard Claire squeal <laughs> from all the way over here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Crycheck must be on this week. <laughs> Um, Krychek is, uh, is, is the one that sent the info on the 2,000 kilos of Boom Boom. Um, and this... What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there are some weird lines in this episode. That was one of them. Yeah. I will get... There's two more later, which I wrote down, because I was like, what? What did they just say? Yeah, we'll get to Krychek that. says that this, uh, this mullet militia were on a, uh... <laughs> The mullet. <laughs> 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 the worst. 
<laughs> We're on a salvage hunt, and that's how. And he was found by them, and they released. How long him. was he down there? Like, I want to see. Okay, so I've got a, I've got a theory. Can I say my theory now, Robin? Because I mentioned it to you already. Okay, so we we don't see how he got out of there, and it's just very vaguely swept over. I think Krychek is setting Mulder up this entire episode because. Uh, first of all, Krychek speaks Russian. Hello, that was hot. And I think that he's setting him up because these people came and got him and he's working with them. So he knew all along and he's working with the guards because of the info we get from the the um, the suspicions of the sort of guy in the other cell later. Mm. So I think this, I think like, I want like next week, I want us to see how Krychek got out of his little prison thing and it's because um, these people came and let him out and but they you know he's working with them or something I mean so we're to believe that like Krychek is locked down in an alien bunker because he's possessed <laughs> by evil black oil uh, the smoking man is all in charge of this and they just kind of leave it <laughs> like nobody's around and these herd of hatters, like, roll in, like, yep. looking for stuff. <laughs> hey, we found a guy down here. <laughs> According to Krychek. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Krychek uh, says he's not like these idiots. He loves his country. And that is when him and Mulder are basically about to kiss. <laughs> yes. There is so they much are like... sexual tension yes. between oh. everybody in this <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Everyone, um, so much. They they are millimeters away from each other, and <laughs> and then there's a bit where he says when he says I love this country. I wrote down that quote, and then I added at the end, and you, and that's when the <laughs> Scully says, "What do you want, uh, Krychek?" And he says, "Same thing as you." And then they both turn and look at Mulder. With <laughs> I want to expose him. I want to expose <laughs> the things he's done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so he good. does say when you go underground you have to live with the rats which is a call out to what people were calling him online which is rat boy um, and Mulder says he's full of crap he says he wants but Krychek says he wants to get revenge on the guy who tried to kill him the same person that killed Mulder's dad and Scully's sister you mean you're, you want to get revenge on yourself everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Krychek says there's no truth. They What's just get revenge on his evil, on his dad, <laughs> <laughs> on Hordak. Also, I need to point out that in this episode, not only is there sexual tension, but Mulder and Krychek are basically Thor and Loki, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. They have a love hate relationship, and I love it. <laughs> um, so he offers to help Mulder and Scully get the whole group and. Mulder says they can't help him, and then he says he knows where more bombs are. Um, this whole and Mulder gives a weird smile at the end of that scene, and I didn't know if it was like an acting choice he made or like he was. I, I was like, "Why are you smiling? You hate this guy." <laughs> it's kind of like a hate it, smile. It was a little sexy smile, like, uh, "Oh, you know what we're mm-hmm. doing later." Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So this whole sequence was shot in one night. Kim Manners said he loved this shoot, thought this was a, uh, quote, 
absolutely bitchin' set, which is a saying that Kim is known for, according to my research. And and every surfer in the 80s also <laughs> is known for that. <laughs> which is where he met Chris Carter, actually. <laughs> and I actually, I, I love the fact that he's known for certain sayings, and I decided to name them Kim Mannerisms. So that was the Kim Mannerism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Will. <laughs> yes, thank you, Will. <laughs> um, yeah, the, Chris Carter said this dangling plotline from last season was Crycheck. Crycheck was a character with no af- political affiliations. We had to get back to him. We wanted to expand the story globally, and his character left us an opening. Um, all right, so we go to Dulles International Airport. Um, John McClane has not saved that airport yet, but uh, Crycheck knows of a courier carrying a diplomatic pouch inbound from Russia. They spot him. Um, well, I have to say, before they spot him, did you guys notice the guy standing behind them when they were looking up at the monitors? Because there's this guy, <laughs> they're looking up at the monitors, and this guy, a couple of times, standing behind them, this like, older gentleman, and he totally spikes the camera a couple of times, <laughs> and he just looks really fed up. And his face is kind of like... Oh, why are they filming here today? I just want to catch my goddamn plane. <laughs> Stupid X-Files. And he looks at the camera a couple of times and his face is just like, <laughs> it just made me laugh so much. <laughs> Love to see a screen cap of like that. He photobombed photo the scene. <laughs> he did. Um, they spot the courier, but when Scully flashes her badge, he takes off running, like tears off. <laughs> um, Mulder. Can we talk about and him? He looks like, like he really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks like he really hurt those people. That was really vicious. <laughs> and it was completely <laughs> unnecessary. Like, There's plenty of room. He's just like. <laughs> yeah, you can see him running intentionally <laughs> into these people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, is that because he's so evil? He just knocks so people good. over. I love it. <laughs> and he just uh, he leaves the pouch behind that he was escaping with. Yeah. Um, and they bring back the pouch and. Scully Mulder, pretty pissed because all that's in the bag is a rock. What did you get for Halloween, Charlie Brown? Yeah, what are they on about? Are they talking about the, what is it, the Great Pumpkin yeah, or whatever yeah. it is? All I got was a rock. I, my Charlie Brown knowledge. <laughs> oh. But also, when Mulder, another weird line that Mulder says, the way he said it is, expose it for him, Scully. <laughs> what? It was just, it, it was such weird line delivery. Well, I think it was because they were talking about exposing things. Like he's going to help him expose. Mulder wants Crycheck to expose something. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of exposure, up in uh, Crystal City, it's uh, a skin man's place. <laughs> um, he looks, uh, it looks like he doesn't sleep in an undershirt, guys. He just kind of hangs out. Oh, yeah. All his, all his <laughs> brawn. <laughs> so Such awesome. a man. Um, Mulder asks him to provide a safe house for Crycheck. Skinner says it'll be safe, and then punches him in the stomach. We're not even done yet, boy. uh... (laughs) Is this where I should point out that I kept a tally as to how many times Crycheck was punched and or pushed or smacked in this episode? This is an episode. (laughs) This is just an episode full of people unnecessarily beating people up. Like we got, we got the asshole like doing like the the full body cavity check. Now we got like Stingray just like punching (laughs) some dude. Not just some dude. He punched Crycheck. I was okay with that. Plus, he was shirtless. I was also okay oh, with that. It was awesome. 
Crycheck gets punched, like punched, either in the guts or the balls or the face, <laughs> three times in this episode, and he gets smacked or pushed uh, eight times <laughs> in this episode. This, uh, during... Pretty much Crycheck. Anytime Skinner punches, hits, headbutts, shoves anybody, I I am very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. He's a very intimate fighter. Just saying. He like, gets up and whispers in their ear, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your entire family. We're not even done yet, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, he handcuffs Crycheck to his balcony, and Crycheck's like, I'll oh, freeze to death. And he tells him to think warm thoughts. <laughs> nice. Uh, and it was it's funny when we were in Skinner's place, I was like, is this a new place? This isn't where he was living before. That's right. And then I was like, why yep. did I notice that? That's not good. <laughs> Things Does this mean he's just moved? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Has he just moved there because him and his wife have a finally officially split up because he's sleeping with Scully? The wife is nowhere to be found. Um, also, hmm. um, yeah, the last place we saw him in was a, was a house where it was boxes, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, this, this building might actually look a little familiar because it did show up in Avatar. This is the apartment building that we saw the madam living in, uh, that Whoa. sent him the prostitute outside the building. Oh! You saw the madam okay. being, like, thrown to her death. And, uh, yeah, I guess he just kind of moved in, took over, <laughs> took over the biz. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Same building. I just love the idea that he took over that business. <laughs> yeah, they said it was a really nice, um, a really nice building. Uh, the, the apartment was almost too big to justify an assistant director of the FBI to live in. So they had to actually uh, block it off with some fake walls to make the apartment look smaller. But yeah, um, we go to Greenbelt, Maryland, at the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center, the D- Department of Exobiology, and we meet Doctor Sachs, uh, who says the the <laughs> rock they have is Martian, and that he'd like to take a core sample. He looked a bit excited about that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I if I take a sample? <laughs> And like Mother and Scully just to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, just a freaking. I feel rock. like they've had some experience with core samples uh, yeah. uh, from Antarctica before. Yeah. <laughs> um, just let us know if you're not who you think you are, or something like that. Um, so outside of Skinner's apartment, out in the streets, Smokey is asking Skinner about the pouch. Skinner says he doesn't know. Smokey advises him as a friend not to hold, withhold information. Skinner says he'll get back to him. And Smokey warns him that wars have broken out over less. <laughs> I, this, is, this is the Smokey I like, though. The one that's just trying to scramble to get things done. Mm. Because yeah. he's the bottom of the totem pole there. Yeah. He's low man there. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh yeah, this is the Smokey I like. <laughs> he's thinking to himself, this will make a good chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Crycheck has amazing hearing because he gets like woken up by the guy yeah. quietly undoing the lock of the door <laughs> through a glass door the other side of this journal's yeah. apartment. I was like, does he have like dead everything? I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that like he's got he's got like gloves on not to leave fingerprints, but he's wearing this jacket and like this <laughs> like he's a very well dressed burglar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the courier uh, from before. 
um, looking for the pouch. And um, so when he he kind of c- comes out of the balcony and <gasps> Crychek's gone, and then he looks over the balcony and it's like, oh, he's hanging there, and grabs him and pulls him to his death. I love that. <laughs> I love that Crychek was just like, I can't be on this balcony right now, but I'm handcuffed to the balcony, and just throws himself over. Yeah. 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 Pretty badass. Yeah. It's great. Love that. We got a FBI HQ. We got a close up of Hoover, but no fountain. Um, oh, yeah. Mulder. <laughs> Were you disappointed? Mulder? Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, Hoover. Um, Mulder tells Scully about another pouch, the one we saw in Honolulu. Mulder wonders why these couriers are trying to get these toxic soil samples to the U.S. He thinks Krychek has given them a huge piece of the puzzle. But Scully says that Krychek is a liar and a murderer, and if he keeps following Krychek's leads, she might not be able to follow him. Da da da. Meh. <laughs> She'll follow him everywhere. Come on. Um, back at the space center, Doctor Sachs is wearing his biohazard vest, and he cracks through the rock, but the black oil has no problem, um, you know, freezing him up. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty creepy when he's like looking at it on the mask of the yeah the yeah, suit, yeah. and it's moving and he's like freaking out. That was good. Like it's that. like yeah. I mean, I I think we talked about it when we first encountered the black oil, but that shit is creepy. Like yeah. I do not enjoy black <laughs> oil. <laughs> it turns into like worms or something. It's so gross. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. You don't, I, yeah, you don't want, like, uh, gross black-looking oil stuff. That's bad enough. Like, ah, I got a mess. And then it starts moving around. No, thank you. I'm out. Absolutely. And it's so funny, because in this show, it seems that every single time it appears, like, people just kind of stand there like, oh, what the? Oh, yeah. it's on me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, of course, it showed up in uh, uh, Piper Maru, and it had no problem getting through a deep-seat, deep-seat, uh, diving suit. So this is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like this is like old dummy oil though. <laughs> like I feel like the oil we had then it was like it had been around it knew what to do. I feel like this is like dumb oil. Like it's just gone to earth. It doesn't really know how it works. <laughs> it's been in a rock this whole time. It gets in this guy. And it's like what am I? How do I work this thing? I, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the like it's basically the equivalent of like he's blinking twelve o'clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's true. Yeah, because we've not seen the oil do this to anyone else before, where they've just turned into, like, a statue person. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, that's definitely one of the questions that yeah. comes up from this episode, is why why are there, why is why is this doctor not going around and uh, 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 part of the expression, flashing people, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, jumping from body to body or whatever. This is... Your magic vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, this whole thing, The Rock, is based on um, Alan Hill's 84001, which was a meteorite found in Antarctica, originating from Mars, caused some controversy in 96, because within The Rock, scans showed that there might be possible fossils of bacteria-like uh, life forms, which was a big deal, because that's the first sign of extraterrestrial life, and uh, President Clinton even made a little speech saying, hey, we might have something here. And it turns out that basically the tests they were doing, this just there's no way to verify it, or I don't know, more science-y stuff. I tried... It's a cover-up! <laughs> Either that or the aliens have taken right. over. 
Yeah, it was the reptoids. But yeah, as soon as this news broke, Frank Spotnitz was like, yes, <laughs> here we go. I got a great idea for a script. Let's put some black oil in this rock. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Skinner calls Mulder's cell. He's like, uh, Mulder, there's a dead body outside my building. It's your problem. <laughs> um, He's so pissed. I love it. I love how pissed. <laughs> Rightly so, Skinner is. So, fuck, man. Say, hey, you put him on the balcony. What do you expect? Um, so Mulder tells Scully to find out about the rock and that he's going to go check on Crycheck. A Crycheck check. Yeah. Outside the building. Crycheck. <laughs> Outside the building, a detective tells Skinner, he's like, hey, you might have had him hand hanging from your balcony. No big whoop. Um, Can we talk about this, uh, this like, detective? Yeah. Um, why is your badge like sideways? <laughs> <laughs> His badge is completely turned sideways. Pointy and it's just pointing at his neck. I don't know what's going what on. What are you doing, It's dummy? a drunk badge. <laughs> he does kind of look like he might have had a couple drinks before uh, getting to the scene of the uh, crime here. Well, my apologies. I didn't know you were working with the FBI. There's a body here. <laughs> Also, um, there might be somebody handcuffed to your balcony. We haven't just, just hanging from. Yeah, exactly. Um, inside, Mulder pulls Crycheck in and gives him a slap for his stupid ass haircut. Why? He's like stupid. Like what? what? That was the worst <laughs> line ever. It, it was so weird. It was like it was the weirdest line ever. <laughs> And also, Mulder, you cannot judge anyone on stupid haircuts. Because we saw you in previous seasons. Come on. <laughs> also, how did Mulder get there? Like, are you so... Skinner saw that there, were, there was, like, police and a dead yeah. body around his apartment. He goes to the nearest phone booth, which in 96, they still existed. Yeah. Um, made a phone call. Mulder gets out of the car with Scully and takes a taxi or runs to Skinner's place. <laughs> Gets in, carpet from gets the inside the building yeah. before Skinner. No, actually, I mean, they the they showed it. The, the way they filmed it was like uh, Skinner's talking to the detective and then they panned over and you saw Mulder walk into the building. It was as if that – it was as if Mulder was distracting – or uh, Skinner was distracting the cops. I don't know. <laughs> but how did the cops not check where the, where the body came from? Like yeah, did they but, not go into any of the apartments and be like, hey, uh, how – <laughs> Anybody only about this dead body? Yeah, it was like the, the the actual crime scene was moving at a slower rate of everything yeah. else going on. <laughs> they must all be infected with Blackwell. They're all just kind of standing there. <laughs> what do we do? There you go. You solved it. You cracked the <laughs> uh, tells him, hey, we got to follow the pouch. And uh, the guy that he killed was the courier. Scully says Dr. Sachs is neither dead nor alive. No, she doesn't. She say? says, I don't know if this man is dead or alive. And I was like, oh, Scully's lost her power. <laughs> she was really upset about it, too. What do you mean you don't know? I she can't was, tell if like, dead or alive. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of like, uh, I usually know these things. Obviously, it's always dead. Like, <laughs> like, this is my jam. If I can't tell when people are dead, what can I do? <laughs> well, Scully's standing up. He's, uh, um... Yeah, and this is uh, right here is 
my uh, throw up the hands, okay, Mulder might just be a dick at this point <laughs> for this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know you're involved in investigating this whole uh, contagion, something bad happened to this doctor we hired. Could you get look up an address for me in New York City? I really need to get to this apartment. I don't want to do it myself. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I got both my hands on cry check. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we go to the... Hey, he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his hands full of cry oh, check yeah. right now. <laughs> we go up to the Upper West Side of, uh... Oh, sorry, sorry, can we just backtrack backtrack to this? Second. Um, this conversation on the phone. <laughs> Scully says, you know, it's I, I've never seen anything like this. I can't tell if he's dead or alive. Mulder's response is, you better find out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, I want you to get me an address in New York. That's, <laughs> that's the corner we turn on that line of dialogue. I can't know what's happening. You better find out. P.S. Get me an address, bitch. Stupid haircut. Stupid. <laughs> And Mulder does have terrible hair in this episode. Yeah, and also I have to say, Crychek's hair is so much better in this episode. It's kind of it's a little bit Mulder Hedgehog, but it's not those floppy boy band you know bangs that he had before. Is that a greaser in this one? Is that a jet? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, greaser Crychek! How could I have forgotten that? Uh, it's after midnight, but Mulder is knocking on the young Marita Kuberbius's door. Uh, Cobra Cry. She's like, uh, how do you know where I live? He's like, FBI database. Now, okay, what is <laughs> yeah. going on in this scene is, is she, like, before, when she's been in this, she has kind of, she's playing the character completely different in this scene, or is it just me, hmm. to how she's played it before? She's being really, like, hey, Mulder, <laughs> mm, come into my bedroom. Like this. Okay. <laughs> but, but whereas before she's not acted like this, so why all of a sudden is she being all like seductress? Um, because you know? uh, who wrote it? it? Was Chris Carter and Frank Spotnitz, right? Yeah. One of them is like the Marty Noxon of X Files <laughs> and wants all the sex in this episode, <laughs> like all of it <laughs> immediately. Maybe, everybody needs to yeah. just have yeah. sex in this episode. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe Mulder finally wore her down, you know, after that uh, brief interlude in, D- in DC, <laughs> <laughs> where he was that great. Yeah. No. Um. I, when he's like like laying down and is like falling asleep on the couch, yeah. I thought she was hypnotizing. I thought we were in a really, uh, yeah. hypnotic regression stuff too. What's happening? It was really weird. I, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was odd he was falling asleep in yeah. her living room. <laughs> well, all right, all right, Agent Mulder, I want you to go back to the time when you were Mark Antony. You're Mark Antony. Come on, just around you. And I'm Cleopatra. <laughs> Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Crychek's still in the car being like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yes, he's he's up there for three hours. Uh, it looks like uh, at, least, uh, at least two and a half of those hours he's snoozing because he asks her for info uh, at 12.36. And then it's 3.12 when she comes out. She's like, you know, she tells him that it's from Tim Guska and that... You know, she can help with uh, cover credentials, and Mulder asks why she's helping, and she says, there's some of us who believe in you and your search for the truth. Mulder says, I don't have much time. Um, it's 3.12 a.m., she goes into her bedroom, mm-hmm. and then after the credits, we see Mulder come to the car at 3.15, so he's either really quick, or... <laughs> I could believe that. He's, he's really quick. 
Um, by the way, the doors that uh, Marita walks through to her bedroom should look familiar to you. These are the doors from the field where I died. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't notice. Yeah. A little redress set here. She, she got them uh, specifically for Mulder. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I heard you had a connection with these doors. So, you know, <laughs> the, you know it's, uh, I mean, with a little, little extra writing, we could have had some hypnotic regression in this scene. Wow. <laughs> now you, I have the doors here from the place, and uh, I know you had a past life attached to this. <laughs> Just call me Sydney. Crycheck <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonders what the hell he's been doing for three hours, uh, and then asks if he's going to just keep him in the dark. And Mulder punches him and says yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like seriously, stop with the punching. I mean, I love it. But, like, <laughs> what is it accomplishing? Uh, kill oh, my dad. You're gonna pu- you're gonna be punched randomly. I'm sorry. <laughs> He loves um, it. That's in the past. <laughs> exactly. Um, it wasn't his real dad anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the space center, Agent Pendrel is a little worried. They're wearing the same suits that Dr. Sachs oh. is, but Scully... As he should be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why not get better suits? <laughs> get level 5 suits. <laughs> Scully's like, I determine yep. who's dead or alive here. <laughs> um... But yeah, the Dr. Sachs flinches and Scully's surprised he's actually alive in some sort of coma state. That was creepy. Is it wrong that I was kind of mad that Scully had Pendril come with her and I'm like, you just, you're putting Pendril in danger, yeah. Scully. You're putting him in danger. I love <laughs> Pendril, Scully. Uh, yeah, because at some point Pendril's going to die, I feel. Oh, don't. going to make me so sad. I, listen, I agree. I would It'll be like the one episode I cry in. I, w- I would be all for dropping Mulder and keeping Pendril in the week. But listen, I I, I, don't, I think at some point he's going to be a sacrificial lamb. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at JFK Airport, uh, Mulder's like, hey, that was my first word. No, um, Mulder, <laughs> Mulder considers leaving Krychek handcuffed in long-term parking while he goes to Russia. Krychek yeah. starts cursing at him in Russian, so Mulder thinks he might be useful. Oh my god. If I thought, I, I didn't think Krychek could get any hotter, and then he starts speaking Russian, and I was like, oh, Krychek. <laughs> so hot. I'm sorry. We take a detour to... Also, I don't I don't believe his story. I don't believe him going, oh yeah, it's just because my parents were from... Ra- mm. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm suspicious. Mulder's, Mulder's like, you called me a bad name. What? <laughs> you called me a bad name? <laughs> what you, you naughty, naughty. You're a naughty boy. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. We take a detour to a well-manicured horse farm. And um, yeah. Smokey's there to tell him that the courier is dead. And Mulder's on his way to Russia. And of course, Well Manicure Man has no good words for him. <laughs> Did we know before this that Well Manicured Man had like a family and stuff? I think so. For some reason, I just didn't think any of those guys had like family. So it was just weird to see him like happy at a. Yeah, I don't think we've seen him outside that, uh, this, this yeah, smoking chair o- office. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I don't know, for some reason it really just was like, 
pulled me out of the episode. Like, what is going on? He's living a straight up Romney dream. (laughs) (laughs) Check out my dressage horses. Uh, uh, My my daughter, the whitest girl alive, she does love her horses. Um, and yeah, he says this is going to take more than what uh, Smokey usually provides. So, uh, yeah, we go to Skinner's office, and Skinner shows Scully that he, Mulder, and Scully are being summoned to testify before Senator Sorensen and the Senate Select Committee. Uh, um, I, Senator or Congress? <laughs> Senator Congressman? No, I know, I honestly thought they said Congressman at some point during this as well. Oh, I don't know. I'm just curious now, do we know if this person's a congressman or a senator? <laughs> I didn't know Um Yeah, I, I think he's referred to as Senator Sorensen, at least in the credits. I don't know. Um, okay. Skinner's wondering what he's being implicated in. Where's Mulder? Scully stays silent. And so we go to the, uh, the uh, Siberian forest... Outside Tunguska. Outside uh, Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mulder and Krychek hop off a truck, and Krychek finds out from the driver that their destination is about five kilometers away. And yeah. outside some razor wire, they're digging to crawl under the wire, and Krychek gets really upset. He's like, you're not telling me anything. Mulder tells them about the fireball that created an explosion the size of Hiroshima here in Tunguska back in 1908. No real explanation has been found as to what it was. And Mulder thinks someone found evidence. So, uh, they... Can we just talk about what the hell is happening in this episode? (laughs) Like, it's a good episode and all, but what the hell are they doing? I'm... From the very beginning, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I like this episode, but from the very beginning, <laughs> with the Congress Senate people, yeah. I have no yeah. clue what's going on in this episode either. Because so. I, because I, once, once they go off to Russia, like I, I have to pause for a sec. Because okay, so they're investigating some explosives. They got a hot tip from Krychek. Krychek is tipping them off. He's got some info about this biohazard that's coming through mm-hmm. with the with the mm-hmm. with the oil mm-hmm. um, and, and has knows all about the boom booms right <laughs> it seems like he w- but when they showed him the rock he was confused so he was expecting the other guy with the tubes with the oil i assume oil. yeah so yeah. he got the wrong thing with the oil either way oil's coming through uh, i guess they got two sources one's from russia one's from well uh, is it from Antarctica or is it from Russia? Why are they in Russia? <laughs> well, they said that um, that's where the rock came from. Tunguska. And aren't they digging for, like, I, I assume they that they, they were mining for, like, I thought this was from Antarctica. Yeah, I thought that's where the scientist guy said it was from Antarctica. Mm. No, I think he the said one that, that The one that wanted to seen... investigate the rock. <laughs> I thought they'd seen similar... It, it oh, okay, alright. So they had yeah, similar think. things, but not that rock specifically. I think the Honolulu Some yeah. other random okay. rock. <laughs> so how did they know this came from Russia? Marita. <laughs> oh. Marita. Agent okay. Marita. Agent Marita. Right. I find it weird that oh, in it says the pouches time, were delivered uh, from this place, yeah. Okay. Alright. I find it weird that Krychek hasn't mentioned to Mulder, oh, yeah, I found myself throwing up 
this oil stuff through my eyes. Exactly. No, because yeah. Krychek, <laughs> he is a backstabbing fool. He cannot help himself. <laughs> like, he's at every corner. He just needs to be like, nope, gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's low key. I love it. Oh, he's yeah. the low key so of X Files. The whole thing is we're basing this off Mulder's following Crycheck around because Crycheck wants to expose the smoking man and the evil government conspiracies. Right. That's the only way you can take him down. Yeah, but for whatever reason, Mulder's believing Crycheck enough to go to Russia <laughs> yep. and chase down where a rock might have come from. Well, he got Crycheck. It's the rock. He got Cry- But they've got the rock. Yeah. They've got the rock. Yeah. What are they going to Russia for? Well, something mysterious happened in Jaguska in 1908, and they're thinking he's thinking perhaps uh, they're covering something up, perhaps a crashed what? UFO. Who knows? What, isn't the rock the thing they would be covering? <laughs> like Scully's found, oh, there's this rock, and something's happening here that's unexplained. Don't worry about that, Scully. I'm gonna go find <laughs> where it came from. Like honestly, it's good follow-up for an investigation, yeah. but Scully has like the rock that's doing the unexplained things. Yeah. Why is Mulder going to, like, backtrack and see, like, where'd the rock come from? Let's learn about its history. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who said the rock? Mulder hasn't, Mulder hasn't seen Crycheck for a while. Maybe he just wants a, a sweet little getaway with him. <laughs> Aww. You know, so he can catch up. I, it's, it's Time and time again, it's proven that Mulder would rather uh, jump on a runaway train than to sit somewhere still for a while and investigate things. <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's true, yeah. you know, it's... What is more romantic than a Russian gulag? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, I just don't understand, like, the thought process. <laughs> well, I, again, it's like he finds out that these pouches are coming from Tunguska. He's like, ah, Tunguska, <laughs> 1908. Remember that thing that didn't have any explanation? Some sort of gigantic explosion? Could have been a UFO. They're covering something up, so I'm gonna go check it out, and uh, might as well bring Krychek because he's uh, he's like my little C3PO, he's my ro- little little translator. <laughs> Aww. I like to keep him close. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes, he does. I I like Claire's theory. I think they're on a getaway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very romantic destination. It's like. Where could we go? We could go to Maldives. We could go to Paris. No, let's go to a Russian gulag. That's romantic. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mulder says... Yeah, Mulder actually says he thinks somebody found evidence. Um, so they creep in closer and they find a mining camp using uh, slaves. Um, the two are discovered and they start running. Right? It turns into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Straight it up. Does. I was expecting them to pull out a nut. Now, like, from watching it as if it's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Crycheck's caught quickly, but Mulder is caught by a whip. And then the man on horseback uh, whips him repeatedly, and we go to the commercials with a whoosh. <laughs> that awesome. was amazing. It's yeah. like none of the other whips sound like that. They're like. That, that dude had the Devo whip. That's what he had. Well, at, yeah, and at first, like, when uh, we sit, saw Mulder running, I was like, no way. Is he going to outrun horses? He is not going to outrun horses. And then he didn't. I was okay with that. Because I was yeah. like, they're going to make this dude outrun horses. Because <laughs> he, got, he got faster as he was running. Yeah. That courier could have outrun a horse. He probably had knocked those horses <laughs> over true. and kept running. <laughs> You're going to run at the horses and push them over. 
this of course this is a, of course not Russia this is Vancouver this is the gravel pit they used the last time um, as a crash site in Fallen Angel um, also David Duchovny recovers this episode it was action heavy and a lot of fun being chased around a gravel pit in the snow and rain um, his dad was actually visiting that day to see what filming the show was like so it's like, hey, I get chased around my horses um, also the rubber razor wire looked really fake to Kim Manners and he demanded the real thing <laughs> um, so they what? ended up scrambling to get the real stuff to make it look uh, more real on camera and uh, yeah, they ended up using it, and David Duchovny apparently hated the entire idea, understandably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Imanis, you're you're a crazy bastard. <laughs> I love you. I still love you, but I mean, shouting at cockroaches <laughs> and making the actors call on to feel razor wire. Yeah. Um. So he, Mulder wakes up in a prison cell, and he's, he hears whispering, and he's annoyed. He's like, "I don't hear. I don't speak Russian." Um, and, <laughs> it, Calm down, <laughs> uh, He sees the eyes of another prisoner, and that guy tells him that he's in a gulag. And then the guards throw Crycheck in, and um, it's just it's just really tense between them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been in a prison that long. Calm down. Seriously. If that other guy wasn't keeping in from next door, oh, it would be on. Uh, Yeah. Crycheck says the guards take he and Mulder are spies. Mulder throws him against the wall and demands to know what he said. And Crycheck says they were, he's like, I said we were stupid Americans lost in the woods. And you're going to, and you're going to need me Mulder. And Mulder lets him go. And Crycheck's like, don't touch me ever again. <laughs> just, just like glad he's, yeah, glad he's finally standing up for himself. <laughs> Smoldering. Um, but Stop. Are um, and we go to the we get another uh, quick shot to the Senate Executive Office building where Skinner and Scully goes into uh, Senator Sorensen's office. Sorensen asks Skinner about the body that fell from his balcony, and Scully's like, "Hey, we got a full report. Let us investigate." And Sorensen's like, "Well, where's Mulder?" And Scully's like, "Nothing." Who? Who are you talking about? <laughs> uh, this guy is played by Fritz Weaver, born in 1923, a conscientious objector to World War II. Had a long, long TV re- career. He's been on the Twilight Zone. Um, and now you can actually hear his voice on the History Channel providing uh, narration in many of their documentaries. Um, okay, so, Claire, prison cell, bowls of water, go for it. Okay, I just thought it was funny that Krychek is drinking... Oh, I thought it was like some kind of soup or... Br- I don't know, soup, yeah, or, I don't know. But, um, but Krychek's drinking away, and he only spits it out when Mulder pulls a cockroach out <laughs> of his stuff. And I was like, yeah, but it was you were drinking it up until then. Like, I don't understand. Why is that suddenly making it more gross? It's gross anyway. Like, <laughs> why now be like, Whoa! I don't understand. Close captioning Easter egg in this one. <laughs> when Mulder really? pulls that cockroach out and looks at it, the closed captioning says, yeah. Bambi. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't see that. Why does he... Does, does he really what? think... <laughs> 
<laughs> Baby, are you hiding in this cockroach? Are you piloting this cockroach? Yeah. Did did you did you invent the robot cockroaches and you're singing to help me now? Yeah, I'm sure that's what's happening, God. Like keep keep trying. I think you're out of genie range. <laughs> I mean the Ronald yeah, from he's last definitely week. Definitely out of genie range at this point. Yeah. Apparently the genie does not enjoy Russia, decided not to fall in there. <laughs> The Ronald from last week in the captioning is one thing. Okay, it might have been a slip. It might be an error. But come on, Bambi, when he looks at a cockroach, it's got to be some sort of weird Easter egg they threw in there. Um, so a guard... Not Easter egg. I think they probably just cut... The line's probably in the script. Yeah. The company was like, this is our... David Duchovny either didn't say it, <laughs> or they decided, no, this sounds dumb. Yeah. But they didn't tell the closed captioning. Yeah, like, they won't get that. <laughs> um... All right, so a guard comes in, Krychek bellows at him in Russian, and the, the guard takes him away. The prisoner then says, you shouldn't trust uh, your friend there, and that, uh, you know, we're all going to basically die in the experiment, the big experiment. Suddenly, uh, evil doctor storms in, um, and uh, the guards hold Mulder down, and he gets injected in the back of the neck with something. Yeah, that was not fun. <sighs> And uh, in in a dark room, Mulder wakes up, uh, shirtless, covered in chicken wire. There's men uh, lined up in, in the same, having the same problem, and he hears them just screaming. And then he this was creepy. Like, Four although I serious. kept, mm-hmm. I kept getting distracted by David Connie's squashed nose. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, he looks up at the pipe in front of him. Oil pours on his face. And it comes alive and crawls underneath his skin. <gasps> to be continued. So were you guys annoyed that it was a to be continued? or? Yeah, I figured it would be, because it's yeah. a Crycheck episode and they always yeah. are to, to be continued. So I was fine. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, with a lot of these uh, mythology ones, like the, this part's good. I'm kind of worried that it's going to fall apart in the next one, but <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Well, all right. So, uh, who's the monster we're going to talk about this week? Uh, the Black Oil again? The or? TSA? <laughs> the TSA? Really? <laughs> Serious? I'm okay with the TSA agent. <laughs> you mean the one, the one uh, that opens yeah. the case, right? The one that drops the thing. Yeah. Oh. The clumsy, t- the clumsiest of TSA. Yeah. Mr. They, they order an arbitrary uh, body cavity oh. search, and uh, then uh, his clumsiness was terrifying. His clumsiness yep. was terrifying. Full body cavity search <laughs> definitely scares me, especially you know from all, all, all these jokes about it in uh, Beavis and Butthead movie. But so I, I, again, I, I would... and it makes it even scarier that it unleashed talk of Beavis and Butthead on the podcast. <laughs> Super scary. Um, how creative was this guy? <laughs> Not, uh, no, no. Butterfingers. I mean, he is ahead of his time. Like, he's acting like current-day TSA uh, back in 1996. He's ahead of his game, but he's not necessarily creative. He's just a douche. (laughs) Which now is standard operating procedure. Fuck the TSA. Uh, And sex appeal. No. 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 All right. I can't remember what he looked like, apart from being a dick. Mulder versus Scully. Come on, guys. Let's give it to Mulder. Come on, guys. Let's give it to Mulder. (laughs) Oh no, he was Tell kind of a why. dick. 
Yeah. There's a dick exactly. in one part. There's one part where he's a dick. He he has his flaws. <laughs> I mean, I, I I could potentially go either way. I'm I'm asking, like, tell me, why do I pick Mulder, who ends up with oily eyes at the end, and is under chicken wire, yeah, and is caught by a horse and whip? He had awesome. <laughs> he had awesome adventures at Crycheck. He. Uh, about Crycheck. Yeah. <laughs> he he turned down sex <laughs> from uh, Marita. <laughs> uh, you, you turned down sex from Cobra Kai. Uh, he lost. He lost. He lost. 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 All right. Why why did Scully uh, win then? <laughs> um, she's investigating actual aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote for Mulder. Yes. Okay, why? I'm, because, I'm fascinated by this. For this because episode. Scully lost her powers. Um, Mulder lost and, his powers as well. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but Mulder... Mulder got, Mulder got to witness... Mulder got to witness Shirtless Skinner and Scully didn't. Therefore, Scully lost out. <laughs> In that uh, respect, Mulder got well. to punch Crycheck several times. I like that. I'm yeah, I like. <laughs> you can't just hit people. Like, <laughs> all right, I know that's like Mulder a win you over. But... I'm sorry. Whatever's gonna want to hit anybody, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mulder got a romantic getaway with uh, Crycheck. That's true. <laughs> I mean, not the best of locations. Um, but they did have a sexy jailhouse seat. <laughs> Nobody's done any Russian gulag roleplay in their life? Come on, guys. He also, Who's with me? He also, he also, uh, <laughs> he also got his uh, nose smashed down under chicken wire. Yeah. Which took up the entire screen and a half. Like, I, had to, I had to roll in another television just to see the whole frame. <laughs> you should see the bartender at the beginning of this week's episode of Intro to Briscoe. Holy cow, what a schnoz. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention him in my feedback. Oh. I thought he looked like Andre the Giant. My gosh! <laughs> like his face. What a nose. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brad, which way are you going? I mean, I mean, because uh, if you go Mulder, then I don't even have to vote. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. Wh- which way are you going? Same thing. If you go Mulder, I don't have to vote either. Yeah, I feel I felt bad for Crycheck, and since Mulder was the instrument of his pain, I have to go with Scully. Oh, oh. oh. And also, can I may I remind you of like Scully, like saying "fuck you" to Congress or the Senate? Oh, that's true. And she looked adorable. Oh yeah, true. That was her awesome. little headgear, like when she was gonna, when she had the gun at the beginning, and there was, <laughs> she just looked so cute. I was like, oh. I'm actually going to be posting some very cute pictures of the group of uh, uh, Jillian and behind the scenes in her biohazard suit, and she's like all smiley and stuff. It's super cute. She, she <laughs> is so adorable. But her, uh, yeah, her her little GI uh, Joe or SWAT team outfit. That, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Too. Yeah, she is so cute in that. I'm so, like <laughs> when I was watching, I was like, oh, she looks adorable. I know this. That's not what this scene is for. It's just adorable. Uh, I mean, I, f- I actually do feel bad Mulder hasn't won anything. <laughs> Don't base your vote on that. Don't base your vote on that. Base it on whether or not this you episode. thought he was awesome in this episode or if he was better than Scully, at least. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think he, he was awesome. He fell asleep in, in Cobra Kai. Yeah, place. like, I don't, I don't think he was awesome in this episode. I can't, I, def- yeah, yeah. I don't. And he unnecessarily went to Russia and to a gulag. 
<laughs> they went to Russia to investigate the rock and where it came from. The rock that they have. They don't need to investigate it. They have it. It was sent from somewhere. It's filled with aliens. <laughs> Mother loves finding aliens. <laughs> he went to the wrong place. He should have gone down the road. Instead, he went to Russia. <laughs> uh... God, I can't. It is close. It, it is close. That's I thing. grant it's close. I am having such a struggle with this. You should be so excited, Robin, that I am struggling I, I, so hard. I'm, I'm not only excited, I'm just like in disbelief at this point. <laughs> it, it's just because seriously, I don't other, I mean, look, Scully was hardcore this episode with Congress Senate. <laughs> with the Congress Senate. Uh, and, um... And she did pronounce someone dead right away at the beginning of the episode, which I feel like is a classic Scully move. (laughs) So I enjoy that. And she looked adorable. But then the fact that she didn't know if the other guy was dead or alive, and she put Pendril in danger. It's so weird. It's like like your chaos cast right now. (laughs) Yeah, I I was really (laughs) upset that she put Pendril in danger. Like, you don't know. I kind of yelled at my TV a little. Uh Oh, also, new fact fact from my spreadsheet. We got her middle name, I think. I don't know if we had that before. Oh, Catherine? Yeah. Yep. Do we know that before? I believe so. I'm not sure. Oh. Well, I think I probably said it. But... Uh, I get. I guess I'll give it to Mulder. Yes! <laughs> I mean, I, thank you. It's. Bring <laughs> your vote. I j- it, it really was yes. difficult. It is a, it was a, it was a tight race. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> time for some field reports uh why don't we do an email first what do you guys think i'll read yeah. terry's all right uh let's see hey xers i like this one a little i <laughs> 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 think terry and that's all no i'm just <laughs> it, it might have my favorite all right i feel like this missing maybe uh the return and inevitable backstabbing courtesy of crycheck was nice but ruined by the opening yeah. credits i didn't I gotta say something real quick. I don't feel that way. Like, if I know a character's in an episode or not, that doesn't make me like or dislike an episode any more or less. It's what that character does in the episode. So I guess, like, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I see his name at the beginning, but also uh, stuff tweeted (laughs) during the week just Alex Krychek. That's all she does. Stephanie! Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. that. And then I told her, I was like, oh my god, is he in this week's episode of (laughs) X-Files? And she's like, oh, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, snap, under the bus, under the bus, thrown under the bus. But, uh, yeah, so I mean... Nice. But at the same time, like, so I, I kind at that point I was like, all right, he's in this episode, and people kept going, oh, I think Claire's gonna like this episode. Yeah. So we've also been saying for three weeks, it's about time for Crycheck, right? Yeah, exactly. It's so funny yeah. that you guys have been so, saying that too, because uh, I, I was like, oh, it's any minute now, he's coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So anyway, but I, so I don't feel for myself. That does not ruin anything. Yeah, I wouldn't her. say it's ruined, but I definitely love the, the surprise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. It'd be different if he showed up at the end of the episode, and it'd be like, oh, this, huh. you know, that's. Yeah, but he showed true. up like right away. So, okay. Anyway, back to the email. This is another episode of almost talking about what is going on, then decide what to do without explaining shit. <laughs> <laughs> when Crycheck fu- uh, fucks with Mulder and explains how he got out of the room with the ship was a nice touch. I hope that's what it was, or it was a fuck up. 
I don't know what that means. Language? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was a tad out of character for Skinner to keep Crycheck at his place. I liked everything that happened. I just didn't buy Skinner keeping him. I, I keep only buy Skinner keeping him if him and his wife separated. That's how I buy it. Because I think if he was with his wife and his wife were at the apartment, I don't think he would have Crycheck <laughs> honey, there. Honey, could you uh, just uh, pay no attention to the Crycheck on the balcony? <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so in Crycheck, my... just, I'm going to put a tablecloth over you. You just be quiet and act like a table. <laughs> So in my mind, the fact that he moved to a different locale and he kept Crycheck out on the balcony, I'm like, oh yeah, Skinner's not with his wife anymore. Okay. He took over the the uh, madam's business as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have done it for him and his wife. Yikes. Scully again doing all the work so Mulder can go out and mess around. Nothing new with her. <laughs> The next part, I'm assuming, will be a disappointment after having a great cliffhanger. <laughs> I give this one 8 out of 10 physically abused cry checks. TTFL. Does this show have a reputation? I just... <laughs> Not sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's hear a voicemail. This is Ida. Hi, Intro Talks. This is Ina. I watched uh, this episode, Tungaska, uh, and it was kind of a setup episode for the uh, something that's going to happen in the next uh, part, um, but it didn't really matter because Crycheck was back, yay! <laughs> oh, that totally made my day. <laughs> when he showed up again. Oh, poor fellow. He's been sitting in that uh, <laughs> silo all the time. Oh, but yeah. I was so happy to see him again. Uh, the black oil is creepy and something is happening to Mulder. Um, it looked like he was in a bit of a tight spot there at the end. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and watch the next one right away. Because I can. <clears throat> and I'll give this uh, 8 out of 10. Yay! Oh, thank you, Ina. That was amazing. Yeah. Ina stole my rating. <laughs> I agree with Ida that I can't wait for you guys to see the next episode. Definitely, I'm intrigued. I'm gonna I'm gonna read an email from Heidi. Ooh, this is from Heidi. <laughs> hey guys, wow, wow, two mythology episodes in a row, and it will actually be at least three. Not really, I hope we'll be seeing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope we'll be seeing Crycheck when the inky eyes showed back up. Airport security weren't nice even before 9/11, huh? Mm. Nope. <laughs> so do you think Scully was upstairs when Skinner came down to answer the door with no shirt? <laughs> Absolutely, Heidi. Absolutely. Scully has lost her power. She can't tell if that Dr. Scientist guy is dead or alive. No. Oh, this is like the episode where there's no magic. Like, wasn't that in Once Upon a Time where magic was taken away? So Scully's lost her power and, like, the genie's disappeared as well. Oh, no. Um... <laughs> Is making travel arrangements code for Mulder just got some? That was very strange. Mm. I'm so glad Crycheck didn't get left in the car. 
He's always getting trapped and locked up somewhere. Although he probably would have been safer there. Ouch! That method of strapping people to tables looks painful. And Mulder got the inky eyes. That was actually a good to be continued. I'm ready for the next one. Until next time, Heidi. <laughs> Thanks, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. All right, uh, here is Matt and Mel. All right, is that stuff oil or is it leeches? Make up your mind, show. At the beginning, Mulder finally <laughs> caught a car on foot. I told you guys it would happen. <laughs> and then Scully's like, the driver's dead. Without even seeing his body this time. There's blood on oh, the windshield. He's dead. There was brains on the friggin... Uh, it was just blood. It was brains. Who are you, Scully? Yeah, I wasn't into this episode. I'd rather be watching Hannibal right now. <laughs> Come on, Hannibal download. The guy running through the airport, so good. I noticed he was intentionally pushing people over. The hallway was plenty wide. It kind of reminded me of the naked, uh, no, not naked gun, airplane. Oh, yeah. Airplane when sequence Robert where he's like, Stack is yeah, where he's like flipping, flipping all these religious people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when Mulder punched Crycheck, it sounded like a Mortal Kombat sound effect. <laughs> but it if you really want them to be characters in Mortal Kombat and give each other, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Fatality. Fatalities. Oh, I don't want Mulder to perform a fatality on Crycheck. It would be hilarious. That dude kept whipping Mulder, like, non-stop. I know. The dude on the <laughs> I think he just likes, likes whipping people. Like, he like he's like a bondage guy. Poor Mulder. And now he's trapped in, like, a friggin' chicken wire. He's like a chicken wire hand solo at the end. <laughs> I was afraid they were going to sell him the job of the hut. <laughs> Did you notice when they dropped the oil in his face, it made a Super Mario mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. It was, it was one of my one of my more liked mythology episodes. I'm gonna give it nine out of ten abused captives. Oh, I forgot to say there was you know when they were at the warehouse that that dog that scared David Hasselhoff was there. Oh yeah, <laughs> just eating, eating scraps yes. outside the, ba- still, the Baywatch Nights warehouse. He's still living there. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten oily mustaches. <laughs> okay. Me, Mario. Oh, finish him. Fatality. <laughs> All, right. All right, Mel, you can go watch Hannibal now. <laughs> I, I didn't oh, feel like I just, that like... dog being there was random and weird. See, okay, that's what happened. Papa Doc rolled in from Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> he took away all their powers. Mulder's got no genie. Scully can't tell if people are alive or dead anymore. Um... I'm going to add, sorry, if people aren't watching Hannibal, oh, the finale was so I'm good. Watching Hannibal. <laughs> Damn it. Also, if you're not Everyone watching watch Hannibal, Hannibal. Nights, uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, that dog was like just in the road waiting until the truck like nudged it out of its way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Determined to get this roadkill. And then I just thought, I'm like, I wonder if like they, that dog just like ran on set really <laughs> randomly, like, I don't know. It's weird. All right, this is from John Tunguska slash let's all beat the shit out of Crycheck. <laughs> One. The TSA screening scene was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Two. Even Tactical Scully can't help pronounce people dead. <laughs> she looks much better in a ballistics helmet than I do. I agree. Uh <laughs> Indeed. Uh, three. Mulder and Krychek were so close to kissing when Krychek declared his love for his country. Oh, so true. Uh, four. When the when the meteor smuggler was running through the airport, he clearly was pushing people down for no reason. <laughs> Five. 
Just when I thought Mulder and Krynchek almost kissing was going to be the sexy scene, they threw in a shirtless Skinner. <laughs> Six. Poor Adrian Pendrel loves Scully so much he's willing to risk certain death. <laughs> I knew early on this was going to be a multi-part episode. There was just too much thrown in. I'll give it six out of ten cockroach stews. Oh. Uh. Baby. <laughs> Our last bit of feedback. I wish. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Uh, my last bit of feedback Thanks. is from... Were you trying to say something, Claire? Sorry. No, I just said... I was just saying to myself, that was so weird, that Bambi thing. I'm just like... <laughs> I, don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> Our last uh, voicemail is from Mike. Hello, Intradex. My feedback for the Slash Fic episode. <laughs> Tunguska. Uh, yeah, so, uh, our boy returns. Crycheck yeah. is looking good, looking healthy. Um, he wasn't looking too good last time we saw him. I wonder how he got out. Hmm. He's probably up to no good, that fella. Um, so, you know, Mulder takes him to Skinner's place. There's some hot shirtless action. Some handcuffs. A little fun. Boys, just boys being boys, that's all. It's a good time. Um, but the Russia stuff, they finally, well, first of all, George. Second of all, I should say, George. Ugh, I just can't take him seriously anymore after last week. This didn't happen when I originally watched it, but now I'm like, he's just a bumbling fool. You know, uh, he didn't kill Frohickey. So now when he's trying to be serious with Skinner, you're like, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever, you're not serious. Uh, and I guess that's the well-dressed man. I forget which one he is. I think he's well-dressed man or whatever. Manicure. Equestrian daddy. Um, I just can't, you can't take George seriously right now. I just, I don't know. Last week hurt his character. Uh, and it, that didn't happen when I originally saw it. And there was probably gaps in between the weeks of viewing and things like that. But, yeah, just, I don't know. George has lost a little luster for me. Other than that, I love the black oil stuff. That's always creepy. You know, it's like leeches crawling up into your eyeballs. They remind me of, like, those those pearls and, like, those drinks. Uh, those, like, uh, bubble teas and stuff. That's why I assume those things are. Yeah, I love the black oil. Um, I, I love disappearing Mulder. And uh, could Mulder and Krychek be a little more prepared for a several-mile hike through the Siberian wilderness? <laughs> Other than their L.L. Bean jeans and uh, bomber jacket or whatever the hell Krychek was wearing. All right, well, that's all I got. I'm excited for the next episode. More Krychek. Maybe they'll strap Krychek down shirtless under a fence. Who knows? Who knows? Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Also, now I'm never going to be able to drink bubble tea again because I'm going to think it's leeches. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. All right, that's it for field reports. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Um, let's get on to our X ratings. We'll start with our guest, Mr. Will. Yeah, so I really dug this episode. It was, you know, I tend to like the mythology episodes better, and it was good to see Crycheck back and. Shirtless Skinner, you know, not as good as Duchovny and his Speedo, but it was pretty good. <laughs> they want to pull out all the guns this week. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it nine out of ten punches to Crycheck's face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome, Claire. 
Um, yeah, Crycheck was back. I was so excited because, oh, yee, Crycheck! Um, and I really enjoyed the episode apart from that just because um, it was exciting for a mythology episode and I'm intrigued to see what happens next week. And there was so much sexual tension going on. It was crazy. I was expecting the shadow puppets to appear at some point. <laughs> So I'm going to give it 9 out of 10 kilos of Boom Boom. <laughs> that was almost my rating system. I'm glad I didn't pick that. <laughs> okay. That was almost my rating system as well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Tim? Steph, uh, or Ina stole my rating system, which was... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it was good. I liked it. I feel like uh, I wish all the mythology episodes were this exciting. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was so excited to have Crycheck back. I was a little, like, kind of surprised by how much sexual tension there was in this episode between <laughs> everybody. It was, uh, you know... Brad uh, had watched it before me and he just goes, just count the number of times people want to bang. And I thought he was meaning like two specific characters, like either, you know, a Crycheck and Boulder, because that would be funny, or or Scully and Skinner. You know, like what? No, it was like everybody. I didn't realize that. Like, <laughs> so oh, yeah. um, Scully even gets a moment with Skinner. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Pendrel, uh, of course. Yeah. His undying love for, for Scully follows her in. I mean, it's just... Cobra Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, it was just everybody. Um, but I was very excited. I love Crycheck, and I feel like he is just an exciting character. And I like Claire. like to see him beat up. It's just funny. And I love Skinner <laughs> beating people up. And I got both this episode. So it was, it was a blast. Um, so I give it eight and a half out of ten... Uh, whips and chains and all kinds of fun stuff (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) Brad (laughs) um yeah this was a solid episode it it luckily uh, happily washed away last week uh, (laughs) washed that terrible taste out of my mouth um like I there seems to be a lot of just like weird violence though (laughs) So I'm like, oh, what is happening? Um, but it was good stuff. Yeah, everybody was just trying to bang it out. <laughs> I still like, I'm still like confused about like why like things are necessarily happening. I feel like getting point A to point B is a little stretched. Maybe they didn't really fill in the blanks like they should have. <laughs> um, but it was solid stuff. I'll go seven and a half out of ten. Uh, uh, special appearances by Vinny the Voodoo Dog. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the main critiques for this episode um, from many of the uh, online reviews that I've read were, were basically like, uh, you know, blowing this up to a global level takes away the uh, mystery of our, you know, people in America that are, you know, scary or whatever but i think just blowing it up to a bigger level is still you know it just adds to it or whatever is obviously if it's going to be some sort of huge conspiracy about extraterrestrials it's going to concern more than america so i didn't agree with that those reviews um those are the only really big things that i saw that people had a problem with 
Um, I love this episode. I was really looking forward to getting to this. one of my favorite mythology episodes. It's just lots of action, great character moments. Um, and, and it's great because Crychek's back, and we've gotten to the point in the series where Crychek, first he's like, you know, super rat boy. He's, he's uh, you know, polished, uh, sneaky, talking to smoking man. Then he turns to, like, greaser running from everybody and um, gets gets possessed and stuff. And now he's just freaking, like, punching bag. And I, I still love, like, ah, oh, fucking Crychek. You know, throw a fist into him and whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and you know, we'll we'll see where and if he progresses from here. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, hearing your reactions on those. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, definitely being something that I really loved, uh, looking was looking forward to. I'm going to give it um, uh, nine out of ten. Uh, what was it? Oh, full body cavity searches. <laughs> awesome. So we got an 8.6 for this episode, and it's now the highest rated episode of the season. Cry Jack will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Will, this is a point yes. where you, if you want to jump off, you can. Uh, we're going to talk about Millennium. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to. Talk. Uh, sure, I'll stay. You stay? Okay. Join us, Will. Join <laughs> us. I will say that Millennium is much better than X-Files was when it first started. Oh, so you've seen this before? Yeah. I'm watching now. I remember when it first came on, I watched it for a while. I don't know when I stopped or why I stopped. But did watch it when it was first on. So you uh, remember this episode, The Well-Worn Lock? No, I actually didn't remember it. I don't remember much about it. I just remember that I did watch it. Probably stopped when I went to college. <laughs> did you rewatch it for this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this episode. <laughs> this episode, guys. Yeah. This episode. Shall, we, shall I do the synopsis? Yes. The Well-Worn Lock. Catherine helps a victim of incest take her father to criminal court. Yep. Yeah. This episode for me was super disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Super, super disturbing. It's it's I think it's a really good I episode you, of Law and Order as yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is I the show say, I, I want to watch. You summed it up the best, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Because I met I messaged Brad and was like, "Is is this week's uh, is it any good?" And you were like, "It's a very good episode of Law and Order as <laughs> for you." And I was like, "Oh." And then I watched it. and I was like, "Oh yeah, it, you know, I see yeah. what he means." I liked it. Yeah. I liked it as well. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked it if I was watching Law and Order SVU. I wasn't liking it as an episode of Millennium. I just, I just didn't understand what the point of this episode was. I thought the episode itself, like, if I'm just watching an hour of TV, I thought mm-hmm. it was a good hour of TV. Yeah. I was, I thought the actress that played, like, the, basically the abused daughter was excellent. Yeah. And her, like, acting scared and timid and just everything i was like she's great i could have done without the flashbacks Ugh. which was creepy yeah, as yeah. all fucking yeah. get out well, i could but- i could say like it, it was very effective that they took paul dooley who is the dad yeah. of 16 candles and made him yes. <laughs> oh was it the, uh, oh my god yes i was like oh I- <gasps> 
I usually like this actor, and now he's yeah. creeping me out. Mm. But um, I just I didn't understand it as a whole under the Millennium umbrella. I, I feel <laughs> like yeah. I feel like the, this show, like they really didn't come up with a premise. <laughs> yeah. Chris Carter was just yeah. like, it's gonna be edgy, and that's as far as he went. <laughs> It's funny because it's like I'm thinking to myself, this is not an episode of Millennium, and it's just like a regular episode. And then I'm like, what is an episode of Millennium? Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of them, yeah, just Frank like tracking down like you know serial killers and murderers and solving crimes, which like have been really good. Yeah, and and this one, it's clear that they're it's clear the last two they're trying to develop the wife exactly and put her on the show, which I think she's good. Which I like because I like her. I do I like, like her. her. Too. I, I've, I just don't I like her I, more every episode. It's just like, it's just seeing like, I, I Frank Black with his wife and like daughter is still, I, I will never be able to buy it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, they're all great. I, I, you know, but I can't buy this as like a family. I'm just sitting yeah. there watching the timer and stuff. Like, oh, okay, Frank's got to get into this sometime. And like he no. pops in a couple times. I was telling Claire before. It's not until. The timer was like at like 25 minutes into the episode, Frank was like, all right, I'm getting involved in this. Before, he was just kind of like, oh, how was your day, Catherine? You know? <laughs> Anything for me? No? Okay, bye. Yeah, it, yeah it, I just thought like, uh, did, uh, the, I, whose name I can't remember right now, of course. Uh, the actor, I was like, was he busy this week? And they just couldn't write him into the episode? I like, what reason why. Yeah, I, and... Sorry, I. Um, you may have noticed I had a, I had a bit of a sore throat this week. No, no. Yeah. you didn't notice, Lance. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I just was like, I don't, I, I, I didn't buy it as an episode of Millennium, but I really enjoyed the episode yeah. itself. Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. I just, I, I would have liked it if it was a different show. <laughs> also, like, I and I, I like. Do we all agree that like the the daughter that we were focusing on, like the the main girl, like her? Do we think that like her mother was actually the older sister? I I was wondering. It was so like crazy. I think, like because the way they kept oh. showing like her and like her sister, yeah, like you know taking you know taking care of her and everything. Like I'm like, oh, this has already happened once, and I yeah. and if it is supposed to be that, I like that they left it kind of open. Yeah. Yeah. I I've mean, got a confession. I didn't see the last ten minutes of the episode because I was watching it before we recorded, and then Robin was going, "I want to talk." <laughs> no, she said, "Don't watch the end of the episode." She said, "She said so, I'm watching Bloody and I was like, "Don't bother." No, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't seen the last ten minutes, but he. That's he okay because I'm on equal ground with you now. So with this, this show, so you, yeah. So that was just my so, opinion. Well, that, you should yeah. go back and watch the last ten minutes. No. <laughs> oh, no, I will, definitely. I definitely will. My favorite part being when uh, they're like, oh, nobody can talk to this witness. Let's get the <laughs> star of the show, or co-star of the show to get up here and hold her hand. <laughs> that was interesting. I was like, I don't feel like that would happen in court, but maybe. You see I the detective know. in the back going, victim services. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> More in this episode than Frank Black yeah. was. I do hate yeah, the dumb detective wasn't in it though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's this now? His daughter's is what? Huh? That's a grand? Huh? Wait, but he's a daddy, and he's huh? <laughs> yeah, I just I found the episode very uh, disturbing, and I 
and I bought everything in the episode. Yeah. I just didn't buy it as an episode of Millennium, yeah. but I I really liked the episode. Yeah, so. the mom the mom was super terrifying. <gasps> Wasn't she though? Oh my god, she yeah, was the she worst. Was. When she's oh when she stood up in court and started screaming at her, I was like, oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you might not have That's gotten that, Claire. I don't know. <laughs> I just wasn't into it. I didn't, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> uh, so. it. It gets, yeah, to me, it's like that whole court scene, which probably in most shows would have been boring, I thought was really dramatic. Yeah. Well, and like, I was still waiting for like another shoe to drop. Like, yeah, because I, I still think there's other possibilities. Like, because when he says that, like, uh, that wasn't his daughter, I was like, oh my God, we're going to find out that the <laughs> mother had sex with her son now. Oh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like there this there's so many layers of incest in this family. That, yeah. Like, oh, I said to Robin, they're a full-on peacock family. Like, that uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> Just not as creepy looking. They're like they're like one generation from a full peacock scenario. <laughs> yep. Uh, so anyway, sorry. <laughs> but I already knew I was gonna like it because I knew Robin didn't. So I was like, well, oh, I'm gonna enjoy this episode, I'm sure. Right. And I did. <laughs> I would have liked it if it was, I don't know, if it's SBU or something. It just wasn't what I was expecting. I like seeing Frank Black either going against, like, uh, um, you know, supervillains or, um, you know, serial killers or, you know, creepy people. I don't like yeah. seeing. Maybe I was okay with it because, like, I seriously, I still don't know what to expect yeah. when I watch this show. We're so in episode at this 10. Point, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At this yeah. point, like, anything they show me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, maybe yeah. that's what this show is about now. I don't know. I have no, who know this could be a, a Frank Blacklist show, and we just didn't know because he was only in the first state episodes, yeah. or for seven episodes. <laughs> it really could be a show about his wife. Eight episodes. I have in, no clue. Eight episodes in, though. I mean, I think it's it's time. To, it's please bring give me some mythology, something to chew on. No, no. shut your mouth. No, I want it. I want to either <laughs> either like give me some sort of clue what's going on with the Millennium Group, what that's all about, or let's let's hear about the guy that's taking pictures of Catherine and Jordan. Oh, well, keeping that in mind, one of my notes is. No! Don't leave Jordan with the next door neighbor. Oh yes! Oh my God! Thank you. Because <laughs> I, I don't I trust shocked. him. I was shocked yeah. when they said Jordan was with the next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, neighbor! You want me to watch your little girl? Oh. I already have been through the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know we haven't seen him for ages. Like I think since maybe the second episode, I don't trust him. I think no. something's going on there. I just want Terio Quinstash back and just go watch the Rocketeer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else? I mean, I good. No, I just I feel like at this point it's kind of a procedural, which is fine. I like it yeah, so sure. I'm good with that as well. So, anyway. all right. It's so weird being a newbie. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, all right. So next episode is wide open. Clarity. Guys, uh-huh. sorry, sorry. We just had a ghost attack in the studio. Whoa. We just had a ghost attack in the studio. I don't know if Cammy's going to make it. She's got water uh, pouring out of her nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Was she attacked by a dragon ghost? Like somebody who drowned? Oh. Um, I, have, I have an empty can of soda here on the table, and I guess the, the, the oscillating fan came by, and it blew the can, but in a very creepy manner. And I just- 
right like a big gulp of water at the top. And all of a sudden the soda just goes. <laughs> and me and Brad just look at each other like, whoa. We got spooks. We got spooks. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. No, it was funny. Seed is making us crazy. <laughs> Uh, episode next episode is wide open. Clarity have the. Uh, <laughs> Frank tries to catch a killer who is targeting families with expensive security systems. Woo! <laughs> 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 well, at least it's Frank this time. Next time I hear a description that says Catherine, blah blah blah, blah I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna take it seriously and be like, oh no, this is a Catherine episode. <laughs> <laughs> or there might be an episode that says. Jordan tries to do this and we're like what and it's all about Jordan because I remember um I remember well I went back and I listened to the episode last week and it was after I'd already watched Demonium for this week and I heard Chris kind of like uh (laughs) after you read the description and I was like ah okay I should listen for those now (laughs) oh no Oh no! Okay, so next time on the X Files, season four, episode nine, Terma. Um, Des is going to be here. Tammy, you might not. Probably not, because I work. Because we're recording on the first, and I work on the first, no matter when it falls. So. Well, s- send in your feedback. Maybe. Yes. Just do it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do it. Um, but yeah, Des will be here, and so. What do you guys? How do you guys think this whole uh, mythology episode will wrap up? Will it wrap up? Will it go on to another I, episode? I think. <laughs> I think we're going to find out how how Crychek got out of that place. I hope, um, and I think it's going to be um, because he's he's sneaky and he's actually working for these guys at this. Maybe not at the mine, but like the bigger picture, and he's not to be trusted. Um, I, I hope we get evil Mulder because that would be amazing. Like alien Mulder. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what else. What do you guys think? Alien Mulder and his power vagina. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're going to have evil oil Mulder for no more than 15 minutes. <laughs> I think because I'm not going to be here, Mulder will win next week. Um, I predict that. And your vote. Um. And yeah, but I feel like I sometimes have to fight for Scully, <laughs> such as voting. Um, and I think that uh, yeah, I definitely think Crycheck is in on whatever shenanigans are going on, and yeah. I think that something will happen to him at the end of this episode, and we're not going to see him for another season. Oh, I've got something about the episode. I've just looked at my notes. Um, at the end of the episode, where Mulder is getting oil poured on him. So they injected him in the back of the neck, yeah, to put him to sleep, I'm guessing. But when you see him under the chicken wire, he's also got a little injection thing on his his arm. So I was like, what's that about? And it was it was like had a little as though he'd had blood removed from his arm. I thought that was weird. I just noticed it in my notes. Hmm. Clone, clone, drone, drone, clone, 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 drone, beehive. <laughs> uh, next episode is going to be set in a beehive. <laughs> Uh, beehive hairdo. Beehive hairdo. It's going to be in the 60s. We're going to have a flashback. Um, yes. Flashback. Back. Flashback. Flash. Flash. The Flash. Uh, the Flash is going to erase the episode. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Will, can you let the uh, listeners know where we can hear your uh, dulcet tones? Elsewhere? Yes. 
You can hear me on Intro to Briscoe, a podcast about the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. And also on Down Below, a Babylon 5 intro cast. Awesome. That was really relaxing, Will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anything else, guys? Uh, Project! All right, until next time, das Vidania. All of our episodes can be found on iTunes or Downcast. If you're listening, let us know at twitter.com slash intro to UX. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash intro talks. Keep it spoiler free. If you do want to talk about spoilers, we have a group for that. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash super secret spoiler. Email us with feedback at mail at introtalks.com. Make sure the episode title is in the subject line. If you want to email me with anything spoilery, email me at supersecretspoiler at introtox.com. All of our podcasts and contact information can be found on our basement office on the internet, introtox.com. And you can tweet me at twitter.com slash lrobiniero. Also check out RedemptionCast, an intro cast I co-host about the TV series Angel. You can find that at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash myafire. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash tambyyip. You can also find me on i'llwatchthatmovie.com where I am a newbie going through movies from the 80s, 90s, and then we'll see what happens from there. And on a belly dance podcast called Yip Podcast. You guys can catch me on the Ramjack podcast and also on the Twin Peaks podcast. When I came to America from Russia, I discovered many wonderful things like blue jeans, unopened mail, and light beer from Miller. When I tasted this light, I said to myself, what a country. Light has great taste. Light's also less filling with third less calories than the regular beer. In America, there is plenty of light beer and you can always find a party. In Russia, party always finds you. <laughs> like beer from Miller. Everything you always wanted in a beer. Unless... I heard one about a fellow who went to the KGB to report that he lost his parrot. The KGB asked him why he was bothering him. Why didn't he just report it to the local police? Well, he answered, I just want you to know that I don't agree with a thing my parrot has to say. There's... Which makes me think of a story. Everything makes me think of a story. (laughs) About three dogs, an American dog and a Polish dog and a Russian dog. They were all having a visit, and the American dog was telling them about how things were in this country. He he said, you know, you bark, and you have to, you bark long enough, and then somebody comes along and gives you some meat. And the Polish dog said, what's meat? (laughs) Russian dog says, what's bark? I have to interrupt right here and tell you that one of my visits, I won't name him, I don't want to embarrass him, but one of the heads of state that I met with on this visit, he gave me one while I was on the way. He told me the story about the two fellows in the Soviet Union that were walking down the street, and the one of them says, have we really achieved full communism? Is this it? Is this now full communism? And the other one said, oh, hell no, things are going to get a lot worse. <laughs>